We're pretty much going to jump right into it. We're going to introduce her at the end. She's going to plug all her links where you can find her. Carol, I want to know. Okay, so I know a little bit about your journey, but tell us how... Okay, what was it like setting your tweezers down for the last time and moving into the coaching space full-time and just kind of going after it and trusting your instincts? Uh, honestly, it's probably like one of the scariest things I've ever done in my life. Uh, I'm definitely the type of person that just kind of jumps head first. And then I just, you know, think about it later. And um, a big, big thing behind just moving out of the lash industry, and I've been actually just having conversations in the DMs lately, too, of how it just felt like I was in a box, you know, it was... I feel like when you are in the lash industry, if you are not really doing any other services and I wasn't, I was just like strictly lashes. I was educating and like that was, you know, that was my niche, if you will. And, you know, after seven years of, of doing it, it's like I, I didn't I didn't want to have a salon. I didn't want to have a product line. I, I didn't want to do any of the, you know, the traditional method or like you I almost like call it like a yellow brick road, right? Like you start lashes, you get really good, you get your books full, you start teaching, you're like, okay, now you're making money, now you can invest into products. Now you, like it just, you kind of like trickle down and there's like this like end goal, like if you're trying to grow and maybe open up a salon and like the whole nine. And uh, I just, I am, I think just like uh, the type of person that I do really well by myself. I, I love educating, I love teaching, I just love thought provoking conversations. And more towards the end of it all, I just I didn't love it as a career anymore. And it was it was really bittersweet. And I'm sure, you know, for your listeners too, some of you are probably familiar with me. You've seen me ugly cry on the internet just because lashes, you know, gave me it gave me everything, right? Like lashes got me out of poverty, like lashes got me out of my small town, lashes got me the connections that I have. Lashes is why I'm sitting here right now. You know, lashes is the reason why I know you. So it, it was more so that I didn't want to do it for, for a living anymore. And I just knew like over time of like where my passion lied and it just, it wasn't in, in the craft in itself. I, I really loved social media. I love branding. I love building businesses. I love content. I love mindset. And there was just like so many different aspects of business that I love. And I feel like every time that I tried to incorporate it in lashes, like, or in the lash industry, it was always like, well, how do I do this? Well, like, okay, so like, how do I do this? And it, it was never like, it's not even a like about the how to, but it's more about who you become in the process of it all. And I feel like a lot of that just went over people's heads. And I just kind of got to that point where I was like, yo, this is whack as fuck. Like, I don't want to do this anymore. Hopefully I'm allowed to swear on here. I don't want to do this anymore. And I, I just, I, I want to, I want to branch out and, and do something different. But once again, it's not like the, anything was wrong with the industry. I just knew that I, my talents were going to be more beneficial in another space. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Even, even just hearing you say like, people come to you because they want a blueprint. They want that. How do I, what are my steps to get from A to Z? And it doesn't work that way 
for everyone and everyone thinks things differently and that's what i say so much in the in the specifically in the lash industry it's personal preference i'm gonna make my fans a certain way you're gonna make your fans a different way you have to find what works for you and i think for me in my journey what i've noticed in in business as a whole entrepreneurship you're exactly right you have to become a different kind of person you have to have different habits you have to have a different mindset to get to that next level and i'm sure you working now working in that space it's probably helped you attract more of those people who are like okay i'm ready to learn about myself i'm what i'm ready to do that inner work to rewire my brain to get me to figure out how to trust myself with making decisions and that's something that i've struggled with trusting myself and seeing your journey has been so inspiring to see you trusted yourself to move to a completely different state where you had no clientele when you were doing lashes and then to trust yourself to be like, you know, this thing that has gotten me out of poverty, that has gotten me to a place of notoriety in the industry. And I'm gonna be like, okay, I'm, I'm taking a different direction and be able to trust yourself so completely and have the discipline and dedication to go after that is just incredible. And for anyone who's not following Carol, her stories, everything, any, every single story, every single post you have has value and it's just you being you and it's just you sharing your thoughts and it's you helping other people, you know, make those connections and realize you can do more. There is more. You, there is no one way to do things. And I think that's it's been so cool. And I'm glad think... that you were in the industry because, of course, I was able to meet you and now we're homies. Of course, I, I think it's like a full circle, right? Even just when it comes to, you know, content is a, a really big, you know, talk in general in the industry, right? And content is like another thing where people are like, oh, like, how do I how do I create content that's going to make clients book with me? I'm like, no, that's like literally the worst fucking mindset that you can have. But I think it's it's not really anyone's fault either, right? Um, I think, you know, in the beginning too, we can just kind of go into content and like just like talking about social media and just like, you know, attracting your people into your space. Um, obviously, you use social media for a metric of um, just like growth, success and, you know, social media. I mean, Instagram is how I make my money. So I always say this too, like I am totally on the side with Instagram, like, I don't care. I think a lot of people are just always saying like the algorithm sucks, like all the things suck, but I wouldn't have a business if I didn't have Instagram. So I keep my mouth shut and I'm very grateful for all the connections and the people and like the fact that I'm able to have a voice in a platform and help people for free just until recently that I, I bought the the upgrade with like the check marks just so I can have customer support. But I think even when it comes to just, you know, content in general, it's it's very like, how do I do this when it's so much more about who you once again become and a, a really big, you know, a tactic behind my content, because like people ask me all the time about my content, like that's like just a question that like keeps on coming up. And uh, the way that I view content, it, it's an extension of me. Content is literally who I am. Content is not just something that I do. It's not just something that I'm like, today I'm going to post a three-step method to this. Tomorrow I'm going to post an emotion. Like, no, that's that's not. As a creative, I used to do that. I, I used to do that, and I was very successful with it, right? Like, I had an account before the current account that I have now. I got rid of my last account. I said, fuck to that, too. And I was like, you know what? Let me just start, like, you know, <laughs> a completely clean slate. And I got so burnt out. 
I got so burnt out putting out content that was just like essentially clickbait and it didn't even make people think. People liked it because they thought there was value because they gave you a three-step system. When the value is not in the three steps, the value is in who I am, you know? Oh my gosh. I want you guys to listen to that again. The value is not in the three-step system. It's in the value is in who I am. And I think so many people struggle with seeing the value in themselves And I think that's where a lot of people struggle with social media because they feel like, oh, I'm not as consistent as her or, or my, you know, I can't show up the way that she does, or I I could never have an opinion like that. And it's, do you have any advice for people who want to get to that point where they see the value in themselves and they realize that, like, what are some things that you did as far as inner work or, uh, you know, books or podcasts or anything do you feel like, or what is it? that got you to that point of realizing I'm the value? You know, to be completely transparent, so, and I've told this story before too. In the beginning, like a baby Carol, baby beginner lashes, you know, I kind of just started gaining traction in in the industry. So this is probably two and a half, three years into me being a lash artist. Um, I remember I made my first controversial post and it was basically that I think like, uh, I said that I forget exactly how I worded it, but essentially I said it was stupid that you had to be a cosmetologist or a licensed esthetician in order to do lashes and all hell broke loose. And I was like, Oh shit. Like I opened up a can of worms. I had educators coming for me the whole nine. And you know what? That was like the first step for me that really just sparked like a fire under my ass. And it wasn't from a, from a place of let me, you know, ruffle some feathers and let's see what happens. Like that was never the goal, but it was more so like, this is like, I genuinely still believe that, right? Like I I genuinely still believe that. And that was my truth. I was just sharing my truth. And at the end of the day, when it comes to you showing up for your business, content aside, once again, it's more so about who you are. Can you start sharing content from a place of who you are, what your beliefs are, what are you doing in your business? How are you helping? How are you helping people transform? What is happening in your life? What are you learning? What are you like? What is going on? Right. Like from behind the scenes. And I think a lot of the times, too, and I'm going to try to say this in a polite manner, but content is going to feel really hard if you're not doing fun things in your life. If you are working 24-7, and look, I'm a workhorse myself, right? Like, I'll be the first one to admit it. But the truth is, your creative genius is not going to happen. You, you know, sitting at home being a little goblin, and you haven't seen sunlight in seven days. Like, that's not where your inspiration even, you know, stems from. And I, I think we, we get so in our heads when it comes to just creation and being a creative in general, where... We, we feel like, oh, my God, I have to do this. Like, I, I have to post. Like, and it's this very, like, push, 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 r- like, rather than, like, receiving. And a, a big thing that I realized for me was, um, and this is something that I firmly believe in, like, in my head. And it took me time. But if I have fun, my business gets to be fun. If I eat good, my business gets to be good. If I exercise and treat myself right, my business also is going to be a reflection of that. Your business is a reflection of who you are. Once again, like totally like circling back to it. And especially when you're in the self-development, you know, area. And even with lashes, like you're an entrepreneur, right? Like you are wearing so many hats. You are in the self-development, you know, 
um, what is the word I'm looking for? Not a job, but just like an entrepreneur in general, where like all of those things matter. And I, I think we don't plug back into our creative genius. We don't plug back into our like creative things that make us happy. This is why I'm like a huge, you know, huge advocate for hot girl walks in the morning. Like that has changed my life. I used to get chronic panic attacks once a week. And like that pretty much has been non-existent since starting my hot girl walks. I've lost weight. My mind is more clear. I read a lot of fun books. You know, if, if you know anything about me, I love fantasy romance, any spicy books, anything reverse harem, anything that's just fucking wild and out there that doesn't make me think about business is what puts me in a creative state of mind. Not reading a business book is not going to put me in a creative creative space. It has to come from somewhere else. And I think, you know, a lot of people are in the healing girl era including myself and I was just telling um actually Allie you know uh one of my best friends that I think it's actually like a bunch of I don't want to say it's a bunch of bullshit and I don't want anyone to take it out of context but I think we just get to the point where the the self-development really is so pushed down our throats and you have to do x y and z and you have to have six figures and you like have to have all of this success that it almost becomes like you don't even fucking want to do it and you're burnt out before you even start and then it's like this vicious cycle all over again. So I guess from a roundabout way, you need to find things that make you happy outside of your business. Like genuinely, that has nothing to do with business that you like enjoy doing that you don't think about your work. Because I'm safely going to say that a lot of you in here probably think about work 24-7 as is. So if you're able to plug out and enjoy your life and go and like do big things, Go do like big things in your own personal life that is going to transfer into your your business as well. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And hearing you say like, have when people have those goals of like, oh, I have to hit the six figures. I have to do this. I have to do that. I have to constantly be working to make my business run. I was very much like that for, I don't know, seven years of my business. I don't think it was until last year when I went through my divorce, I took a step back and realized like, oh my gosh, I haven't been living my life. I haven't been doing the things that I know I enjoy. I haven't been prioritizing my body. I haven't been prioritizing what I'm eating, exercising, working out, and even something as simple as walks. And going out and getting that inspiration from outside to just unplug a little bit. And there's a there's a book that I read a long time ago. It's the driest read ever, but Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. There's a chapter that talks about sharpening the saw. You have to remove the saw from working because it gets dull. And if you're continually working, 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 and you're going to get to that point where you're dull and you're going to feel burnt out consistently. And if you're yeah. able to take a step back and realize, no, this is... A priority for me because it helps me be better in my business I think my mindset before was I have to be that workhorse I have to work 24 7 to be consistent and make everything work and I the same thing I was having panic attacks every single week and sometimes two or three times a week because I wasn't prioritizing my mental health I wasn't prioritizing that taking a step back to gain inspiration from outside sources And I think sometimes too, people are like, oh, I can only gain inspiration from within the industry. I can only look at other, whatever industry you're in, I can only look at what other people are doing. And I think the more I started to be like, you know what, I'm going to pick up a a magazine. I haven't read a magazine in so long, but I was going through looking at the colors, looking at the outfits and the style and like 
it doesn't have to be anything crazy. And, and I, I agree with you. I think the personal development space has gotten like, these are the five books you have to read and then you're going to be a transformed human. You can read all those books, <laughs> but if you're not putting in the daily work to actually think about things differently, look at different perspectives and be open to learning or doing something differently, you're not going to get to that point that you want. You're not going to get to have fun in your business. You're not going to get to have that sense of calm and that sense of peace throughout your life. Yeah, I I totally, yeah, I 100% agree with that. And you know what? People try to tell you that there's a balance. And I, I think you and I, we both can agree that there actually isn't a balance. And in a sense where... Um, a lot of people that strive for success and whatever that success might look like for you, it might be a lot of money, it might be a salon, it might be a product line, it might be, it doesn't matter what it is. But you, in the beginning, you do have to work really hard, right? Like there is, there's no doubt about it. There, there needs to be action behind everything that you're doing. And you're gonna like, everyone goes through the burnout phase. And I think once you start getting older and once you do have the systems in place, like once you've had your business for a while, once you figure out how you like to like run your business and what you like doing in your business, what your role in your own business is, that's when things end up being a lot more enjoyable. But I do think you have to eat quite a bit of shit before you end up figuring out what those what that looks like for you. And it's funny, too, because just like self-development, you know, you can like read all the books and you can do all the things. And someone, you know, as myself, I'm an avid reader and I I love self-development. I love the human psyche. Like I I love shadow work. I love all the parts of us. Um, But everyone has a different path to walk and nobody is going to be able to save you. Like nobody's going to be able to come in and like do the work for you. Like even when you hire mentors, even when you hire coaches, even when you take the program, the, the person that's going to do it, it's always you, right? So it's like having that self-accountability too, to understand the role that you are playing in, in your business and, you know, like what you're, what you're there to do. But I think burnout is, you know, in, inevitable. Um, it doesn't really matter what industry you're in, whether it's mentorship, whether it's coaching, whether it's uh, anything like that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. And I think too, like when you hit that point and you go through that, I think for me, what was really helpful was to pinpoint, okay, what is it about how I'm working right now that's causing me to get to this point? And that really helped me identify like, okay, what things do I really love doing? And what things do I really hate doing? What can I minimize in my business that causes me stress? Is that something where I need to hire an assistant and pass those tasks off? Can I hire a virtual assistant? Can I hire someone who can take something off my plate? And it could be as simple as, you know what, I'm working six days a week and I want to work four days a week. And you raise your prices and you cut that down and then you test it. And I think that's another thing that's always been really important to me is I don't know if I'm going to like that. I don't know if I'm going to perform better four days versus six days or whatever. And you have to, you kind of have to go through a trial and error. And of course you can hire coaches, you can hire, you know, other people that can help you put systems in place, but ultimately someone else's systems may not be the perfect fit for you and you have to test it yourself. And I talk about this with content too. You have to test content and you have to see what style do you like to post? If you don't like to get on reels and do talking head 
things, focus on graphics or focus on what you do like to do because it's going to create a lot more ease in your business and make things, you know, minimize that burnout that you get to or minimize the amount of times you reach burnout, but testing it and, and really getting to the bottom of what do I like to do? What do I want to keep in my business? What things aren't working? What do I not like? Yeah, and also to expectations, right? There's this big thing of I think a lot of people think that they want a big business when they don't want a big business. <laughs> people think they want all of these things when they really don't want all of those things because of the work that's required to get those things, right? So even when it comes to, you know, growth on social media and getting a following and getting a lot of likes, like if you are doing it for vanity metrics, I'm sorry, but your mission is not big enough. Like, I, I'm not an upsetty spaghetti because I got seven likes on a post that I know that's bomb.com. And I think that's, like, the, the big thing that will set a lot of people apart is, and this sounds kind of weird, but I almost think you have to be, like, slightly, slightly, slightly narcissistic in a sense where you seriously have to have such a strong belief in yourself and, like, your capabilities and, like, what the what the end goal is even when you don't see it working. I didn't know if this was going to work. I had absolutely no fucking clue, but I did know that that's what I wanted to do. And I genuinely always, always, always believe that if what's meant for you will never pass you, right? And even in the beginning too, uh, you know, when I when I started coaching, I had money saved up, but I didn't have enough money saved up to like, it was either gonna like pick up or it was not going to pick up. And one thing uh, about me, and I think just a, a quality that every entrepreneur or like a leader needs to have is you can never be like, you have to have a level of humility, right? You have to have a level of humility where you might have to take a couple steps back. I door dashed. I door dashed for two days. I didn't door dash after that. But I wasn't like, I'm too good for like, this is going to work blind faith, like, to a degree, yeah, of course, I, I believe that it's going to work. But I'm also not going to be an idiot and be like, I hope that this works, I'm going to do everything. And if it doesn't, I'm going to put myself in a horrible fucking financial position, right? Um, and I, I think when it comes to just being a, a trailblazer, or like a leader in, in your space, or just as a business owner, there's just uh, more often than not, you're going to have to take a step back in order for you to take five steps forward. And you have to realize when that time comes, right? You you might have fucked something up. You might have not saved up enough money. Me. Um, and knowing what I, what I have to do in order for to make the dream still work. So and like none of it, it's linear too, right? All the all the programs and all the things that I took, you know, before I quit lashes and I got into the online space could have not fucking prepared me enough <laughs> to to get the bullet that I did, you know? <clears throat> so what is what does that look like now? Tell us about what your life looked like when you were lashing full time when you're doing that business and what your life looks like now. Because obviously I've followed you for a long time now. I've, I followed you over from, you know, lashes into seeing because I'm, I'm just constantly in awe and so inspired of everything that you're doing and everything that you talk about. And girl, it looks like you are launching a new program every week. <laughs> and like, it is so cool to see like how it's all come together and like seeing your receipts and like showing you know, all these things that how you're helping all these women transform their businesses. And 
It's incredible. And so I guess, I guess for me, selfishly, I'm like, what did your day to day look like <laughs> lashing versus now? So I think, well, for a while too, I started, first of all, I started dabbling in the online space. Um, at the end of 2019, I had an ebook. I think everyone that has dabbled in the online space has an ebook at one given point, right? Or like a freebie or like a downloadable of some sort. And that's kind of really where the itch came from, like, you know, to uh, backtrack a little bit is I, I think like over the course of that ebook, I think it was like $47. I forget how much, but I ended up making six grand off of it over over the course of over course of time. Like it wasn't like immediately. Right. But it was like nice on like the days that it didn't work. I would make like, you know, like an extra $60. I'm like, that's it. I quit. <laughs> Lashes no more. Just kidding. So, anywho, it, it started with all of that, and for a while, I was doing the online gig, right? Like, I, I quit Lashes at the end of, in 2022, August is when I when I closed my studio doors, sold everything. But my first program actually took place, I think it was March. So, it's been a little over a year. Like, first, like, real program, like, first really me starting to, like, push, like, online courses was March of last year, and I had four programs under my belt, launching four times, if you will, uh, you know, before before I closed uh, the door on my studio. And from from then to now, I love it. I am so happy just because I I'm home. Um, I am definitely a homebody in general, uh, and a, a really big thing with lashes too. Like my body was shot. My, my back, my, my, my neck, my eyesight, my wrist, like I was just, I was working a lot. Right. And in, in order to pay bills, in order to invest into my coaching business, like I was just working overtime for probably a year and a half, you know, before even all of that. But my day to day, I, uh, I wake up around five 30, I eat breakfast. I go for my hot girl walk. I read. I dilly dally around and do laundry probably until like 7 30, 8 o'clock. Um, normally I, I use ClickUp for my uh, for my system where like all my things are, where all my projects are. And um, check ClickUp, check in with my business manager, see what we have kind of going on for the day. It's usually content. Um, if uh, I'm launching a program, which I pretty much am at any given time, um, it's, you know, like working on slides, working on putting uh, together uh, program curriculums. Um, I take a little bit of a break. I kind of come back in um, and it, it's very it's very integrated, like my my job and like who I am. It's like intertwined now. And obviously I check in with my private clients. Um, if I have like other containers that I like need to hop in on, um, I do that. And that's honestly about it. Obviously some days I work really, you know, I, I work hard. Like I, I don't want to make it sound like I'm just, I have the best life and nothing is ever wrong. That's definitely not what I mean. Um, but the fires are put out fairly quickly. Like it, there's not really a lot of fires anymore that like, um, that I need to tend to, if you will. Um, and you know, like this, this year, um, systems was uh, a really big part of my business of like having really good systems in place, because I honestly didn't for a while until I hired my business manager. 
and then uh, refinement, refinement of programs, refinement of my legacy, refinement of who who I'm becoming, like refinement of all of it. So that's what my day-to-day looks like. And then I take Sunny, Sunny Girl, my dog. We, we go for a walk at night. And I am in bed by 8.30, 9 o'clock, reading my little smutty fairy books and just enjoying life. <laughs> I love that. When did you know that you needed to hire a business manager and someone to help put more systems in place and take some off your plate? Um, honestly, I've known for a while. So it was more so uh, uh, like a a financial thing too, for me to like, make sure that like, I can, you know, I have enough cash flow coming in in order for me to do that. And then um, it was when I started getting more signups for my programs. It was when I started launching more. It was when, honestly, everyone should hire a business manager ASAP. I think the one thing that I wish is I would have done it sooner. Um, just because I think I could have avoided a lot of like other like BS uh, things that I just had to manually like take care of. Like if there was, um, like if somebody didn't get an email for like a link to sign up, if somebody like clicked out of something, if, uh, a, a payment failed, if somebody wants a refund, like there's just like a lot of things like on the back end that just like happens that takes up a lot of my time. And um, I just noticed that like I didn't have any like protocols for all of those things. I was just like manually like, oh, okay, like let me go do that. Like let me manually email, like let me manually respond to DMs. And it just it ended up being really overwhelming where I feel like I just couldn't really have my head in a game of being a creative because that's like one thing about me too. And, you know, for all of you listeners, um, understanding your role in, in your own company and in your business. Like I am a creative at heart. Systems is like not something I, that's not my strong suit. I don't fucking understand it. Right. So uh, I think a big thing for me was to, to be like, okay, this is what I'm really good at. I really want to spend more time on this because I also know that it's going to be a revenue driver for me. I know if I have more time to spend on here, I also know that I'm going to be able to, you know, create even a bigger of an impact and obviously make more money as a result of it. Mm-hmm. So I think that was like a, a big aha moment for me where I'm like, I don't, I don't want to like chase people down. Like I, I don't, I need to have systems in order for this to work. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I'm sure too, like that's helped you avoid burnout because it's, you yeah. get to stay in your zone of genius and you don't have to do all the other things that, quite honestly, somebody else can be doing. It's not something where you're specifically needed in your business. And I think that's something I had to learn the hard way. Because when I got into my commercial space, I was like, I can be the only one that vacuums. I'm the best person yeah. to vacuum this space. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, anyone can vacuum. Like, thinking about those little things. like, And I think that's that's part of where some of us me specifically have struggled because we look at our business as it's our baby and you saying Mm -hmm. like know your role we look at it like well all the roles have to be mine I have to hang on to everything and we have a hard time delegating or we have a hard time letting go and when that's actually you know it's putting a roadblock up for us to not be able to set something aside to know okay even if this wasn't this email wasn't worded exactly how I would have emailed it and or however conversations happen it's like it it's still getting done and it's still something that I'm not needed for 
the the one thing that I will say, um, anyone that is interested in hiring just like a business manager or for like just support in your business, um, is something that I made like very uh, like a, a priority for myself was my communication and what I needed. Um, I think a lot of the times people end up hiring for the wrong reasons and they don't really even actually know what they need in their business. They're just really overwhelmed and they don't know their ass from their elbow. And whenever you want somebody to come into your business to actually help you and if you're like, I'm so overwhelmed, like I don't know what's happening, like that's not gonna, you're not gonna be able to be a good leader and like a good essentially a boss for them to be like, hey, this is what I need. This is kind of the vision, you know, like, and this is what I'm like envisioning happening. Um, So I think a really big thing is to like having really clear communication and like having really clean um, just standards and boundaries around of like what your business needs and what you need as a business owner in order to be supported best. Um, I think looking at it from that angle instead of like, oh, my God, like I need all of these things done. It's also your responsibility to be able to lead the person that is helping you. Even if it is just a VA, even if, you know, if it is obviously a business manager um, and once again, what their role is going to be in your company. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's so important to have like that. I think that's probably where a lot of people struggle, too, is that communication and being clear. These are your roles. These are my roles. And this is what we're going to do. And I think, too, like sometimes or at least when I first hired my assistant, it's going to take a little bit of trial and error in the beginning, too, because even though sometimes you're passing those things off, even though if it's something that they specialize in and they do full time, there's still going to be a little bit of like wiggle room or anytime I hire on a new employee, I know there's going to be more time and effort that I have to put in in the beginning for them to be self-sufficient, for them to get to the place where they don't need that constant communication back and forth. And it's, it's so different, like hiring a business manager that has done it for other businesses versus like hiring an employee or hiring, you know, someone who is doing lashes for the first time or whatever the industry is. It's so I feel like there's always that like learning curve. And I think communication is so key and is something that a lot of people struggle with. Yeah, I think that was something that I even like realized for myself too. And I, I took the time to to hire too. It wasn't really just like willy nilly of like, oh my God, I'm drowning in, you know, all of these tasks. And while that was true, um, you know, the the first thing I, I remember, you know, talking to Brit and being like, Hey, what is your style of communication? Because I'm really direct and straightforward and it's never like anything like bad or mean it's just like hey like let's get this done and that's just how I communicate best and that's what feels really good for me and she's like oh my god thank god like perfect just like tell me all is well because I think a lot of the times people will also assume you know just when it comes to like standards and and boundaries too that people aren't capable you know like when we subconsciously coddle people because we think that they can't handle it when they are totally fine um, it's more so, you know, your issue, not actually someone else's issue. It's probably you projecting your own bullshit onto people and assuming they're, you know, having the same issues as you do. Um, and obviously, this just takes time. This takes a level of, you know, self-awareness and really just looking inward and just seeing your patterns, you know, within yourself, too, and um, how you're operating. But, yeah, uh, hiring help has definitely, like, tremendously just, like, helped streamline my business even more. And, and having good, you know, systems and uh, foundations in place in order for me to grow, you know, at the rate that I have been growing. So mm-hmm. that is so cool. I think that's so exciting. 
Um, can you tell us about your programs that you're currently launching or that are in the works or if you have any like sneak peeks of what's going on in Carol's brain? <laughs> yeah, so um, it's funny. I can literally have, uh, obviously, the people on YouTube are going to be able to see it, but um, this yes. is how I put all of my uh, my programs together. I have a little whiteboard well I guess this is technically black but uh, a whiteboard um, I have a program coming up on how to sell online without feeling like a mall kiosk vulture and I know it's such a, a long name it's such a tongue twister uh, but this is the program of the month the theme is very much sales and just um, integrating sales into business and what that actually looks like behind the scenes of you know before you start selling the energetics behind sales how you're actually viewing your business, you know, before you sell, during sell, um, after selling, and then there's going to be a little graduation call too. So that is going to kick off in eight days, nine days. Um, and then next month, um, there's, it's not really, I don't want to say that it's not a program. It is, but it's more of like an intimate group of women. Um, it's going to be a two, two week experience where we're going to spend time together. Uh, there's going to be Slack access. There's going to be three calls of really just getting to the bottom of content and why content actually feels so hard for a lot of people. Uh, the, the mindset around content, um, the, the why, the who, and the what is kind of what I call it, like the, the three W's that we're going to really just dive uh, a lot deeper into to be able to integrate content into who you are and really just operate from a place of uh, your your growth, your legacy, what you're here to do and not some fucking boring ass content filler uh, pillars of like you got to show up this way, you got to post a reel and a carousel and like all the things. Um, just because I don't think that really feels good, good for anyone. Um, I don't, I have a name for it and I think I'm going to go with the name. I'm not really like a hundred percent sure yet, but I think I'm going to call it the heat index, which is really like random, but heat index in a sense of like hot audience, like to like oh. really just like turn it, turn it up a little bit, turn it, turn up your creative genius. So that's where the heat index idea came from. I feel like my, my, my course names are always just so random. Like there's, <laughs> I don't know. It's just how my brain works and I, I feel like that's like part of my, my creative process and I, I totally run with it, but that's pretty much what I have coming up. Um, if your listeners are, you know, like lash artists, obviously beauty professionals in general. And if you are looking to, uh, maybe not even get out of lashes, but have a, a side side income, if you are looking to possibly transition into an online space, whether it's from mentorship, whether it's you wanting to, you know, teach, um, topics that you're passionate about could be content could be self-development could literally be anything that you want it to be and you're looking to you know just have another um stream of revenue and just kind of tip your toes in journey to online money honey would be a really really great place to start um and what i can also do is um i can give you like listeners um 20 off um i can give you like maybe a little code i think that would be so fun um, if you guys are looking more, you know, support on, on that journey too, and really just what it would look like for you to, to like walk through the, the whole before, during and after, and just like the whole process of what it looks like getting into the online space. Oh my gosh. That is so cool. I love seeing your programs. The, the <laughs> mall kiosk vulture one is the one that I'm like, okay, I need to sign up for that one. Cause do it. Really, 
like sales doesn't have to be hard and Mm -mm. you like I I just took one of your other trainings um and now the name is escaping me it's like how to unfuck your sales Instagram stories edition (laughs) yes I just took that training with you and I'm like the I love the way that you explain things because you not only ask questions that are thought-provoking to get the student me <laughs> to rethink <laughs> the way you do things but you're also like you know it's like you're not giving I don't even know how I'm explaining this it's like you you give <laughs> advice but you also get your students to understand the psychology behind it and what's going on and how they can show up themselves to do it and it, and I think that's so cool because I think a lot of coaches attract a lot of people who need a lot of hand-holding and that's Mm. really hard because they're never going to get to that point of trusting their own instincts and doing things themselves and making decisions for themselves because they constantly want somebody else's approval or somebody's permission to be able to do something and I think the way you do things is so cool because you're like no I'm giving you the permission to do it yourself you don't need my permission you don't you don't (laughs) need my you know whatever but like here's what I do and here's the thought provoking things that are going to get to that core of how can I show up? How can I know that I am the value? How do I know that I, you know, my courses do have value and be able to sell them without feeling like a mall kiosk vulture. (laughs) I can't say that word. (laughs) I know it's such a tongue twister. You know, a really big mission for me too is, and I, I have students and clients that might need a little bit of like hand holding, but at the end of the day, if you are an entrepreneur, if you want to be a leader, you also need to be able to think for yourself. And this is where like the whole strategy meets energy is like very much combined in my business where like I do show you the strategy, um, like a strategic approach to your business and like what you can do, like very much love that. Uh, but also like the mindset behind it in order for it to all like co-join together and like actually make sense. Because a lot of people can tell you like what to do. That's not a problem like that. I can walk you through the the whole thing and that's totally fine. And there's going to be times in your business where you 100% need that. Like you need to understand what you need to do, right? Like I don't want to discredit that. But once you start growing and once you start evolving and once you, you know, like end up just being bigger, better than what you were, you know, six months ago, you need different different qualities within you. You need to, you know, be operating on a whole different level. What got you here won't get you there, if you will. If there's something along those lines. Um, and I, I think that the mindset piece is the, the biggest piece. And honestly, I never really understood it until um, probably like two years ago. Because I've been a very how-to kind of girly. I'm, I've, I've been very like strategy focused. And uh, once, I mean, I've been doing self-development work like on my on my own, like for myself for a really long time, but never really like teaching it. But once I realized where people really were struggling and it was a lot of, um, it was a lot of the, the mindset portion of it too. And it's not just like think positive thoughts, like no, that doesn't fucking work. Um, but really just, you know, asking questions of getting really 
to like the deeper level of your psyche and like understanding why you do what you do and how you're going to be able to break out of that pattern. And like once you do, like once you get it, you get it. And I think that's the coolest part of it all, too, because like once it clicks for you, it's like riding a bike and you're like, OK, I know what's happening and you can totally like, you know, just like move past it and be like, nope, this is like not how how we do things anymore. And this is the the new improved way or new improved version of yourself. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh, I love that so much. Well, wow. I feel like this episode was so value packed. Like we got a little sneak peek into your life. You gave us so much info and inspiration on so many topics. I think this episode has so much value in it. Uh, Would you mind telling us where we can find you? Where, you know, what's the easiest way for us to find your courses and how we can connect with you? Yeah, um, I hang out on Instagram, so the Carol Jamie, um, and I have a little link in my bio, but honestly, my stories is a place to be, my, my stories is a place to hang out where you, where you get a lot of value and just like a lot of my thoughts and like things that are happening, and I also have a really fun free Facebook community, um, it's called the Luminarypreneur community. If you guys want to come in and join, you're more than welcome to. I'll give you like all the links for all of this too. Um, so you can plug it in, but yeah. Yay. Well, all the links will be in the show notes and you'll be able to find Carol on Instagram and definitely hang out with her on stories because that is like one of my favorite, honestly, one of my favorite things to like come on and I'm like, oh, what's Carol doing? I'm like, okay, hot girl, walk, check. <laughs> like, love seeing sunny, like everything that's going on. So thank you so much for coming on the pod. I am really excited for everyone to hear this save it, share it, share it with your friends, share it on stories, tag us, and we will see you guys in the next episode. Thank you. Bye.